Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shemer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, we are on our third Aliyah for this week of the Torah portion Tetzaveh, which means you are to order. And we are in Exodus chapter 28, and we're going to be reviewing verses uh, 31 through 35. And it says, you are to make the robe of an e- of the ephod entirely of blue. Okay, just to let you know, we're talking about the priestly garments, the garments of the Kohen Hagadol, the high priest of Bnei Israel, the children of Israel. And it says, you are to make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue. Now, the legend is, is that this blue uh, color comes from this uh, sea creature that uh, either no longer exists, or it only comes out once and every so many years, or that it's extremely hard to find. Now, there's been a great controversy over this because this is the same blue that's found in the fringes or the seat seat that Jews wear on the four corners of their garment. Um, but uh, there's a lot of uh, um, there's a party of uh, um, or a sect of Jews who believe that it's been found and they have been using it liberally uh, within the seat seat. So there's this ephod of blue. It is to have a hole for the head at the center and a binding work around the hole as a collar so that it may not be torn. Some describe it as it's kind of knitted almost at the top like a, a chain mail to where, you know, they put it over their head and it won't get torn or anything like that. On the hem of it, you are to make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet. Um, this must be uh, the yarn or, or maybe even the linen uh, that was used all around the hem with gold bells between them. One gold bell and a pomegranate, then another gold bell and a pomegranate on the hem of the robe all around. It must be worn by Aaron. So Aaron is the Kohen Hagadol. He is the high priest at this time. So this is definitely talking about the priestly garments. So there's this blue robe, and at the bottom there's like these, uh, uh, you know, uh, designs of the pomegranates, and in between the pomegranates is a a bell, some sort of bell. Kind of reminds me of maybe one of those little uh, tinkle tinker bells that are on the the um, on a like a cat collar or something. So you can hear the cat when he uh, he or she goes around the house. And so the cat can't sneak up on you and scare you. It must be worn by Aaron whenever he ministers. The sound, meaning the sound of the bells, will be heard when he goes into the holy place before Adonai and when he comes out so that he does not die. Now, one of the principles behind this is that in, um, in palaces, it is a, a well-established and a known rule, in fact, that before somebody enters the audience of the king, they are announced. You know, usually, uh, you know, the, the king is told by a courier or, or somebody in the court that so-and-so is there to see them. And uh, sometimes a trumpet is blown or, or, or a bell is rung or something, and then the person enters in. So this is basically Aaron wears this to make the announcement. Hey, God, I'm here. I'm here to serve you. I'm here because you told me to. I'm here to do uh, what you want me and have me to do. So that's the first reason that the bells are worn on this robe. The secondary reason is that if Aaron does not perform the the rituals uh, that are commanded by him, by God, in the Holy of Holies, um, then the people outside waiting for him, if they no longer hear the bells, they're like, uh-oh, something may have happened to Aaron. <laughs> Some Something may have happened to the high priest. We've got to pull him out. So later, it became a tradition that a rope was tied to the ankle of the high priest so that if for 
a certain amount of time, if the bells were not heard, then they would tug on the, the rope to pull the priest out because it must have meant that he'd done something wrong or he didn't do something right or you know that, that, that he died, God struck him or what have you. So these bells were to reassure the people outside waiting on the performance of the ritual that the, the, the high priest is, is fine, the high priest is okay. Um, all right. So I also want to uh, read to you Psalm 150 verses 4 through 5. This is the last psalm in the book of Psalms, and uh, a lot of musicians love this psalm be because it deals with musical instruments and praising the Lord loudly. I might as well just read the whole thing. We got plenty of time. Hallelujah. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his enormous greatness. Praise him with the blast of the shofar that is the ram's horn or the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. What's the difference between a harp and a lyre? I think it has to do with the amount of strings. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. So the tambourine is like a teeny tiny cymbal. It's like a teeny tiny bell. And that's what reminds me of this passage that the high priest is to wear this blue robe with bells and pomegranates on the bottom. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Praise him with string, with string instruments and flute. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding symbols. Let everything that has breath praise Adonai. Hallelujah. So the Kohen Hagadol, the high priest, is to make some noise when he goes in to serve the Lord. How are you making noise to serve the Lord? And we've got to be careful about what kind of noise that we make because the Lord prohibits and Yeshua condemned the Pharisees when they took a shofar, a trumpet, and blew it before ever they did a good deed. It was basically to draw attention to themselves to say, hey, look what I'm doing. Look what a great and righteous guy I am. So God doesn't want us to do that. So what's the right kind of noise that we are to make while we're serving God? Maybe it's to have a song in our heart, a prayer in our lips. Um, maybe it's just to keep in mind, um, you know, his presence and, and, and his, his blessings and his strength and his power. But we are to make noise when we are to serve the Lord. And this noise, uh, um, you know, uh, reminds God that we are serving him. Um, it uh, um, it uh, um, announces our presence uh, into his throne room, so to speak. So let's think of ways uh, today and this week that we can make some noise while we are serving God. Uh, noise that's modest, noise that's pleasing to him, noise that's so subtle that only God can hear it. Uh, because we don't want to draw undue and unnecessary attention to ourselves because the praise is not to be uh, uh, bestowed on us but bestowed on God. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Uh, you go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.